episode 112 of After All This Time Always, with me, your host, Mr. Tom Toll. Me, Mr. Patrick Holland. And some say he's the serious black of the podcast. Yes, he's never there for his godchild. It's producer Joe Power. <laughs> 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 train, uh, train the home weirdos. Just to just to preempt that point, um, I did tell Joe I've got an unnecessarily harsh one from this week that does not involve him being a racist or indeed a child fiddler. No, uh, no. <laughs> no. If anything, I, I I love my goddaughter, uh, but sometimes I'm a bad Ooh, godfather for a while, mate. <laughs> um, that's <laughs> Boris imposed, mate. Boris imposed. <laughs> he can't get the. He can't get a happy medium. He's either too close to the kids or too far away. <laughs> <laughs> he can't that, that second bowl of porridge. I cannot win with you guys. I cannot win. There is no second bowl of porridge in Joe's interaction <laughs> with children. <laughs> it's the Ricky Gervais routine about when someone hands him a picture of their child. He said, you can't look at it for too long, but you also can't be too, sh- too short. You're yes. Green. Too long. It's too, it's too weird. You can't... Oh, hang on. <laughs> How are you guys? A-OK, mate. Yeah? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I'm a bit bored, but I'm all right. How are you guys? How are you... How's Pat? How's Pat? I'm all right. I'm all right. But we're doing this... Um... We're doing this on Zoom and I want to show you an issue I had. So I was doing a, a, a Zoom call this morning and um, you can, can you see my shirt? <laughs> uh, alien. holding my trousers. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's, the, it's Alien. Yeah, it's the poster from Alien. Listeners, go Google the poster from Alien. Because it's, because it's Zoom, it's cutting it off like there. Like before you can see it's an egg. Right. Yeah. So yeah. And I was doing this call this morning. Same as now. I've got light coming to the left side of my face, yeah. and then and then light on the I right side of the egg. It's making it look like I have cleavage. Uh, that's oh, not yeah. what I was going to say. Three D effect that it's making. This isn't looking like a three D egg. It's looking like a, a hollow. This is looking like. Like I'm not saying I I don't have very slight moves. But this is going to look like I've got the moves like Jabba. This is really... <laughs> <laughs> like, I've, got, I've got tits, according to this shirt. I thought you were going to say, well, because you could only see the top of the egg, like the light shining on the egg, it yeah. looks like you're wearing a T-shirt with a picture of you on it. <laughs> no, and a friend of ours, James, I don't know if we've mentioned him on the show before, but James, when I've worn this shirt before, has said... Uh, Oh, Pat, you're wearing a T-shirt. It's got your head on it, just not your face. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't wear this on Zoom calls again now. Uh, well, you know, you've learned something about yourself. I'm retired yeah. this, this shirt. Yet another thing you don't like about yourself. <laughs> yeah, another issue of being forced to look at myself all day. <laughs> How are you, Thomas? I'm okay. Yeah. Um... So I had two really good days of uh, homeschooling Elsa. Oh, yeah. And I was just, I think I got a bit cocky because it just didn't happen today. Um, oh, really? It didn't quite work. Yeah. So in the end, we ended up, we've been doing a thing where we've been going to my parents' house, going straight through the house into their garden and talking to them through the doors. So we oh. went there, played, we went there and started playing the swing ball. 
it's 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 nice because you get to have a conversation with them at a distance, social distancing, and that without um, sort of hugging them or anything. I suppose. Yeah. Uh, so Elsa, Elsa, Elsa constantly says, um, "Yeah, first thing she wants to do is hug her hug her nana when she when we she can." Um, we started playing a swing ball in the rain, yeah. and um, Elsa just put down her bat and said, "Right, what you got to do is you got to hit." parts of me so I was just hitting the ball hitting her and the boat you got the most points if you hit her on the bum so I said what should we call I said what should we call this game um bumming (laughs) (laughs) I was like yep okay definitely going to be shouting that in the park yeah playing (laughs) bumming with my dad do not go back to school and tell your friends that's what you <laughs> oh, oh man. But it also reminded me just how funny a word bumming is. Such it a is a funny, funny word. word, isn't it? Oh. Any time, anytime a kid is of, of an age of Elsa and, and you know, bum is funny, poo poo, oh. not just not just poo, poo poo is funny. And it reminds me that these are funny words. <laughs> Mate. It's really funny, isn't it? Poo poo is funnier than poo. <laughs> if you say, if you say poo poo in all seriousness, I think there's there's nothing funny. Like, oh yeah, my stomach. Oh, yeah, I think I need to go to a poo poo. One sec. Yeah. That's that's fun. If you say it in anger, like oh my god, this is look at this poo poo. I have to come. Over. <laughs> <laughs> like, I am um, any credibility. I bought I bought her a book the other day called I Need a New Bum. <laughs> and it was obviously, and she was just absolutely kidding herself. It was all about, I need a new bum because this one's got a crack in it. And, that was the premise. and it was a picture book. It was very funny. But yeah, anything with bums or poo, she she loves. Not that Joe would know anything about what she likes. But, um, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Serious. It's fine. Um, so yeah, uh, then me and Anna binge watched um, the series Normal People last night. Oh, but yeah. It's 12, it's 12 episodes we watch. No. You've not read the book? No. You've read Why haven't you read the book, mate? Because I don't I recommend I, me. I suggested that you read the book, mate. Okay, cool. I'll tell you what, I'll read the book in the same amount of time it took you to watch that thing you do, even though I gave you the DVD. Have you given me the book? No. If you give me the book, I probably would have read it. Because that's no. what you do. Yeah? Okay. Okay. Your witness. <laughs> <laughs> I've been put in my place. I'll see you later. <laughs> Hey, you can drop it off next time you see an Elsa. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, Good for point. A okay, yeah, I'll birthday. drop it off. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, uh, for the benefit of the tape, Elsa is currently five. She's six months. So when I said Joe will be here for her seventh birthday, yeah. I'm implying he will not be able to see her for a further 13 months. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely stuff. <laughs> that is some glorious shtick. Oh, uh, some good shtick. Oh, are you, are you a tad concerned about... Um, having a having a sixth birthday potentially in lockdown no no right. <laughs> <laughs> i think it'd be I, I think it, it would work out cheaper so <laughs> that's a win-win as far as i'm concerned <laughs> expensive in terms of child pain but cheap on dad's wallet <laughs> oh. Um, no, I th- yeah, I, th- I think it'd be all right because everyone's having to do it. She was meant to go to a swimming pool party at the weekend and sort of had to n- n- not go, but we went to the little boy's house and dropped some presents off and 
waited outside and waved to him at the end of the drive. Oh. So one of her mates. Um, so yeah, it's just everyone's sort of, so, you know. Friend, friend of mine, listener of the show, um, her kid was upset because she was meant to be having a Harry Potter themed birthday. Oh. But she said they were doing it over FaceTime. So I said, why don't you make it Harry Potter themed by, by gluing like some shard glass <laughs> to the phone. So it's like, it's like Sirius's two-way mirror. <laughs> ah. uh, and she was like, oh, I might do it with like laminate instead. I was like, all right, spoil sport. Okay. That's pretty good. I thought you were going to suggest, why not keep it Harry Potter themed by jumping on a Zoom call with three creepy 33-year-old guys who still <laughs> really like Harry Potter? <laughs> and you got a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom's sitting in the dark, so that's even creepier. <laughs> I don't know why Joe's got his top off. But... <laughs> 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 he heard we're having a kid's birthday party. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you know what? We had an email this week. This scenario is the exact thing he saw in the mirror of Erised. Um, <laughs> right, what we Are we starting? Okay, look, I just want to point out, like, I'm going to jump into email straight away. Unless you guys have got oh, any Oh, mail's here. Thank you. Uh, you got a peeve? We had this peeve sent in from, uh, <laughs> uh, from Kieran. And uh, I don't know, can I record? Can I read the whole thing? Um, yes. Wait, yeah. so Kieran, as in C-I-A-R-A-N? Yeah. Um, for your house points cup, unfortunately, I'm a Slytherin, according to Pottermore. No unfortunate about it. We knew yeah. it was. Yeah, we guessed. But they're the first points. They're the first points for Slytherin. Oh, cool. wow. Um, Ten points for inventing a reoccurring game is a bat rule. I hope this gets amended. And my peeve for last week was the blatant ignoring of my question, mainly down to Tom's ludicrous statements following Joe's asking of the question. <laughs> so, uh, should we should we give Kieran an answer? Uh, yeah. Do you guys ever consider music when you're watching films? Does it, does it mean anything to you when you have music? Also, uh, take those points off Slytherin immediately because Kieran didn't tell me he was a Slytherin. He told he told me. He didn't tell me. I've, I've awarded him. I, I said, uh, he's right. 10 points is not good enough. So he's got 10 points doing the freaky quiz, freaky music quiz, an extra 10 points because he said he wasn't enough, and an extra five points for making me chuckle by pointing that out. So he's <laughs> now on 25 points. Okay, well, that segues nicely into emails then. So, how, so do you guys consider music? Was that the question? I don't actually remember. It yeah, was if, like I that, see, if I see a film is soundtracked by the Smushing Pumpkins, I consider that a bad film. <laughs> <laughs> how, how often does that happen? I'm just, I'm just having a dig at the Smushing well, Pumpkins because they're awful. That, well, I think that answers Kieran's question. No, um, I, I think going in, I think, I think sometimes it's nice to, um, going back to normal people, I was saying that last night I actually turned to my wife and said, I love the music they have they have for it when they see each other after a while not seeing each other there's just this little bit of music they played that was lovely um but i don't yeah i i sometimes feel that it is a like you know when someone goes oh the film's got a great soundtrack mm. and essentially that's you are just selecting great songs already in existence Do you understand? Is, I, th I think he might be talking specifically about score like a, film, score, a great yeah. film score uh, yeah, I mean, 
I think we've mentioned it many, many times, but the um, the score for um, Thor returning to Wakanda and Captain America yeah. when he first turns up at the train station, like they just add to the scene. The scene's already quite epic as as they are, but um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, th- I I think I think I I don't think I notice bad music, but I certainly notice great music. If you know what I mean. Yes. I notice, yeah. I notice it when it's there, but if it was bad, it would just it would wash over me. I absolutely agree with you. That I think I think with with music, with scoring a film, I think in some ways it can be almost similar to directing. In the if the score is good, you might not even really notice it because it's just doing its job. It's doing its part in a good film. Um, if a score is really bad, it you it can get a, still get away with it but if the score is really good then it does really stick out or if it's if it's really interesting mm. like if you think of like the paul thomas anderson films with johnny greenwood scoring or something like that something really unique it really sticks out and gets under your skin uh, what about mm. you patrick um there's there's a great video on youtube about the, how hollywood uses temp scores when they edit movies and right. i've noticed this when i'm editing it's so much easier to edit to music and I have always wondered how Hollywood edits and then they score the movie after it's cut. And what a lot of films do is they, they cut a movie to, to another film's music and then basically give the composer that cut and go make something that sounds like this. So there's not wow. much room for maneuver. So the best scores are the ones that do, do stick out and have really individual themes. But what I, I replied to Kieran Direct and I was like, I do notice the score. What I have a problem is, is, is talking about it. It is something I always consider, but it's not something I talk about that much because I don't have the, the necessary language. Not knowing as much about music as, as you guys do, um, I don't have the language to properly discuss it or even to properly organise my thoughts on the matter. Hmm. I, I get it. So, okay, I think that was a lovely little answer to Kieran's question. Well done, everyone. Kieran, I would like to know your thoughts on score. I, because I know you personally and have spent many hours with you, I know that you also really like the soundtrack to Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Um, right, just, just to bring it back quickly, actually, to normal people, because I feel like I jumped over that out of my anger for you not reading the book. But I absolutely loved the book Normal People. I think it's, uh, I only read it probably, what, about four or five months ago. And it's in like my top ten, my top ten books ever. I, I just I loved it. I loved the writing style. I loved the story. I was so engaged, emotionally engaged. Um, and so, obviously, watching this um, adaptation on TV, I was quite nervous about it uh, because it's like, oh, if they get it wrong, it'd be really annoying. Uh, and I'm, I'm only three episodes in, but so far, I think it's perfect. I think it's the best adaptation of a book I've ever seen. Wow. Okay. It's, 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 I mean, um, may, you, could maybe, you could maybe consider high fidelity, but I think the book and the film are two different things. Because yeah. one is very yeah. English and one is very American. Where, set in different yeah. countries. Exactly. And, and, yeah, and like the sensibilities go, are completely it? different. Mm. But with normal people, I think I've never seen casting and acting so perfectly done. Like they're exactly as I imagine these characters. Right. And so uh, if anyone wants to, I, if anyone hasn't watched Normal People yet, I would recommend going to read the book because it is that is, a, that is a testament to great writing as well, that someone can read the book and you can come away with it basically with the exact same visualisation in your head of these people as, as you had. 
they're obviously so fully realized on the page that there is only one way they could be represented on the screen. Absolutely. I think the author being the screenwriter helped. Yes. I've heard so. Yeah, she because she she co-wrote the show, didn't she, with someone else? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I I know the last six episodes are directed by a director, uh, Hetty. I want to say Hetty McDonald, but I'm not sure. But I watched a film that she directed the other night that was set in Lewisham. Um, oh. A beautiful thing. Have you seen it? No, I don't think so. It's pretty good. It's about um, sort of two boys who live on a state in Thamesmead and they end up stops having a relationship. So it's but they both have the both sort of different background. But I noticed some of the same themes were coming up in uh, normal people. Oh, uh, okay. That. So yeah, it's very, very, very good. But I haven't actually added it to my letterbox app, which I need to because I once again on not oh! really not really watching many new films. No, I haven't. I haven't watched that many films really this month. I mean, we can talk about all of this on uh, Monday's Hundred Film Challenge yes. podcast, which we'll have to record hashtag at some point. Hundred Film Challenge. Stop. Joining guys, <laughs> Tom. You write to the hashtag. You don't need to say it. I used to say hashtag all my all my times. Before, well, when you were in primary school, <laughs> when it was yeah. the hash key. <laughs> I remember right. I was I was once in a shop. It was like a little trinket shop, and I looked and. There was just this, uh, like a wooden hashtag. <laughs> and I just remember thinking, if we just wanted to buy it, and then if someone asked me about it, just be like, oh, my, um, my grandfather was one of the greatest hashtags makers in the world. This was one of his final <laughs> hashtags he made. The it's a shame, because obviously when it went onto the internet, you didn't need any physical hashtags anymore. It was all yeah. online. This is how he's <laughs> business. Kind of it's yeah. the de- death of the industry. Death of the industry, death isn't it? The, industry, the, ha- you know? the hashtag craftsman. And no more. Yeah. It killed. <laughs> it killed the hashtag, and it killed uh, printed news. So, but you could just tweet a picture of it and say hashtag woodwork, hashtag carpentry. You know what? <laughs> I, I wish I bought it because it was only about two quid as well. I think, and it was quite a big old block of hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Too much hashtag. Oh. In one room. <laughs> I think, isn't it? It's just called a hash, though, isn't it? The tag is what you write after it. Yeah. It's called a hash. No, but you say hashtag. Yeah, but I think hash- because you, because you're tagging on the hash. By hashtagging something, you're putting you're tagging a word on the end of an ash. Oh, oh yeah, I suppose yeah, because they say followed by the hash t- hash key, don't they, on the yeah. automated voice message? Yeah. Exa- exactly. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the creator, uh, not the monster. Frankenstein's the creator, not the monster. That kind of deal, where it's like, is that what hashtag is now? Oh, speaking of Frankenstein, boys, are you taking advantage of the National Theatre streaming Benedict Cumberpatch in Danny Boyle's Frankenstein tomorrow night? No. I am. And <laughs> listeners, I'll be watching if you're watching as well. On, on YouTube at 7 o'clock, I think it is. Is it, is it, are they only streaming it once live? I think or are so. they... Oh, okay, wicked. The National Theatre have been doing loads of stuff, actually, recently. They've had loads of stuff <laughs> available for free, so do check that out, listeners, if you're... Yeah. Uh... Benedict Cumberbatch and Johnny Lee Miller in uh, The Frankenstein. Cast. Yeah, it'll be good. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I yes. believe about yes. an hour ago we said that Mail was here. Mm. Yes. Shall I go back to it? Yeah, well, who else has been in touch? At ATTA Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, ATTA Pod at gmail.com. Oh, that's, that's so slick. Uh, Absolutely. 
Uh, Daniela got in touch and she said, uh, hilarious last episode, mainly at the expense of Joe, but it was funny regardless. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, it never fails to baffle me. I've never thought of this. But it's really funny when it, now it's been pointed out. It never fails to baffle, baffle me how you bleep out the swear words, but the racist and pedo intro jokes are perfectly acceptable. <laughs> That's such a good point. There are no accusations of racism or paedophilia in the Harry Potter books. And we're letting it slide. Yeah, I think that's because it's all innuendo. We don't actually come out and go, oh, Joe's a nonce. You yeah. do. No, it's all to do with Harry Potter. It's all... all, the, it's all last week you called me a sexy racist. <laughs> You're welcome. No, I, think the difference... <laughs> I think the difference is... Yeah, that's, that's a good point. We, we're not using um, like racial slurs, nor would we, and we're not saying anything that would that would suggest, or hopefully that anyone could take any kind of offence to. Hopefully they they're in on the joke without us using language that would yes. take away from the joke. Yes. And yeah, I, d- I think you're right. I think bleeping out any of that or cutting any of that out would be insulting to our listeners, who seem to well, according to Daniela, bloody enjoyed me being on the receiving end of a lot of jokes yeah, uh, <clears throat> anyway she says uh, I hope you're all doing okay in the lockdown it's an odd situation to be in it's hard to stay positive sometimes with so much news and no firm date on where it will end uh, have you guys thought about doing an AATTA group quiz sorry that made me laugh just because of a conversation we had just before we started recording the podcast <laughs> with Pat <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, I think it would be fun, or maybe we can do something live online. Um, uh, anything yeah. to ease the boredom for the rest of us, as you are my source of funny in these dark times, as depressing yeah. as that may seem. Uh, really looking forward <laughs> to tomorrow's episode. Love you all. Stay safe. Uh, oh, and the backwards clip was the night bus scene music, and I assume <laughs> it was entitled The Night Bus. Uh, Daniela, you are one of loads of people who to whom that was clearly yeah. bloody obvious when they heard that clip uh, but there'll be more of the kieran's reverse music game later in this uh, episode nice i enjoyed that uh, but thank you uh, daniela yeah i'd be up for doing some live thing if you guys wanted to yeah this is live yeah but oh. only for us <laughs> <laughs> she, means, she means so she can join it in that case i'm out <laughs> 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 Daniela, we just had a vacancy open up. <laughs> how, how loudly can you say hello? <laughs> I do other it. stuff in the show. Yeah, hello. <laughs> have a go at Joe. I, I love that. If we were auditioning a new Tom, just a stream of people coming in going, hello. Like, uh, well, hello. I love actually everyone who does an impression of Tom's hello does an impression of Alan Partridge. Hello! It's like... <laughs> yeah, it's not Partridge, isn't it? <laughs> no, but everyone does that same impression. It mm. doesn't sound like you. It's, hello! Fucking mm. <laughs> <laughs> <Reckon> wise! <laughs> <laughs> oh. I love it. Uh, so that's, that's you. So for me, when I say bye, guys, apparently it says like, bye, guys. Yeah, and man, for you saying hello, it says, hello! <laughs> Um, regular correspondent Joe got in touch Angry Joe Angry Joe Fantastic He starts it off beautifully Hi lockdown losers 
Yeah, <laughs> that could, I mean that could be a really offensive tagline to our listeners. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> lockdown losers. <laughs> We've already gone for home weirdos. I don't know how home much weirdos and lockdown losers. Oh, by the way, my mum got in touch uh, last week, and she said she was laughing so much while listening to the podcast. She was like, she wanted to let you know that um, she wanted to call us a, oh like a, a summer house smiler or something like that. Oh. I thought it was really sweet. I love it. Um, oh, oh. hello, mummy. Uh, I'm glad you're enjoying the show. Um, Anyway, regular correspondent Joe says, firstly, the answer is, of course, the night bus from the night bus scene in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, and no doubt the name of the piece of music is simply the night bus. However, as I am such a generous, selfless individual, I'll forego my prize of a lifetime supply of Bertie Bots, that is what you said, and instead ask that you donate them all to the NHS so they can be melted down and crafted into some kind of multicoloured and multi-flavoured PPE. That is some topical <laughs> nonsense from Shall regular correspondent Joe. Give Joe, give Joe five points. Five points. Five points. Um, uh, this was definitely your strongest episode since the lockdown began. I love how he always reviews us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be no, fair, we, we, we review ourselves as well. We do, but you know, 100, 112 free episodes thus far, listeners. Come on. There is no, there is no give without some take with angry go. <laughs> and not only did you have some actual content between Tom's opening hel- hello <laughs> and, and Joe's closing quiz, but it's also clear that you are all starting to find your groove and comfort level with recording separately from your respective homes. So rather than use this email to berate you all again, as I have done in the past. I thought I would help keep the ball rolling uh, and offer what you might call a little game for you to play in the show next week. Whether or not you find it fun or useful is up to you. (laughs) Um, Right. And I don't know if I want to play this game because I think we're, (laughs) we're, we're, we're uh, we're walking a bit of a tightrope with this one. Um, uh, So as we all know, in most relationships, one person is a reacher and the other one is a settler. The reacher, of course, being the person who is punching above their weight by being with someone who is way out of their league, and the settler being the person who could probably do better, but for whatever reason has settled for someone who is considered below their usual standards. So, the game is that each of you gives your opinion on the following couples from Harry Potter and declare which one of them you feel is the reacher and the settler. Now, of course, this does not have to be based on looks alone. You can also consider other traits such as their personality, intelligence, wizarding skills, social status, etc. Though, as three hot-blooded chauvinistic lads, I fully expect you to just base it on how attractive (laughs) they all are. Uh, I've listed as many couples from Harry Potter as I could think of, uh, slash find on the internet, along with a couple of fun extras at the bottom. Feel free to rearrange the order in which you read them out however you see fit. Oh, we, I suppose I can cut that last how, one. I probably how, won't. How fun would it be to acknowledge that he sent us a game, but not play the game? <laughs> I do think that would be really fun, to just not play it. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for the game! <laughs> and it's like long, he's, he's, can you see that? I don't know if you can see. No, he's done, like, he's listed loads of couples. Oh. Let me turn it down. Oh, well, come on now. Like, loads. Oh, oh wow. Um, but we could spread that out over a few weeks. Yeah, we could. But do you know what? Let's spread it out. Let's do it once quarantine's over. 
and <laughs> everything has returned back to normal. Not just quarantine's over. No, but no, no. Everything is as it was. <laughs> everything is as it was. I'm not playing this game until I've been on a packed Northern Line tube. Yeah. On my way home from some kind of holiday. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, thank you very much for all your very, because I've just, we've spent ages, for listeners, we've spent ages doing those emails, uh, so thank you to everyone got in touch, um, uh, we'll, we'll do some more emails next week, should we play a little game or something? Yes! <laughs> um, I've got a new game. Have you? We, I sowed the seeds of this game in our quiz night, um, and, um, oh, the one you hosted. The one I hosted. So I've, I've an done another round of weekend uh, where Tom, you're in the tiebreak, and it got to like what was it like three tiebreak questions because you both kept getting them right. Yeah, oh, it, yeah. I, yeah, I reached reached the final this week. Yeah, I was quite happy. Um, I was mad. Also, <laughs> also, I said a joke um, that made me and Joe. <laughs> really laugh because i aimed it directly at joe but obviously it's a zoom a seven way zoom call or something like that so i knew i run the risk of people hearing it but luckily it was almost like i caught your eye because i could see you cracking up laughing me cracking up laughing and then people slowly went what's happened it's because but it's because i knew i knew what you were doing because to let listeners in on the first joke not the joke that really made me laugh <laughs> but the first joke that you said uh, it was basically one of our friends has uh, has got a uh, one year old, uh, and it wasn't, and uh, she wasn't going to sleep, and she was crying. And Tom was just, while she was crying, Tom was going, "Oh, you're right. Oh, you're right, Joe. Are you all right?" <laughs> it, was, uh, it was very funny. Um, so this game. Um, oh, another thing. So I did want to write another Tom Tolls fan fiction uh, universe story, but my dad during lockdown has been writing a script and i said to him i will definitely check it out i'll i'll, I'll read it and um so mon monday night i was i actually sat down to read it um do you want to guess how many pages it is 307 400 pages oh my God. <laughs> 400 pages um and do you want to guess writing the a trilogy mm. <laughs> I even said to him, I went, Dad, this is probably work as a TV series more than a film script. Um, 400 pages. So uh, 60 pages, obviously, is page a, a minute. Yeah. So if, if that is the case, it's going to be 400 minutes, which is what? Well, it's over what? Six and a half hours, is that? Yeah. Six and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, it's um, the first draft. Um, do you want to guess the name of the film? I mean, it can't be, it can't be a porno because that podcast already exists. That does already exist. What uh, did you say, Joe? Oh, I, I just said, shh. I didn't oh, have anything. Just, got <laughs> just I'm bored of this. <laughs> Shut up, Tom. <laughs> Go on. Uh, the name of the film. Yeah. Uh, does it have his name in the title? No, no, no. Oh, okay. it's, it's not Kev Toll's fan fiction universe. <laughs> <laughs> Am I having like, like Captain America or like Captain no. Ken Cole, a policeman no. story or something no. like that? Uh, tits is what it's called. Oh, sh- <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
right. it is an acronym, but <laughs> I can't I can't give the game away. But um, so far, so good. I've been writing him notes. He's doing all right. He's not really put it in a script format. He's more it's a word document that just. Has... I love it. I love well, it. Um, I think that's yeah. I think that's brilliant. That he's done that. Yeah, yeah, no fair play to him. He even said, he, he said, uh, when I was, he was even getting self-conscious and I was like, I've done some notes for the first um, few scenes and he was like, oh, they're the worst ones. Um, so oh. instead, I've done a game. Now, listeners, <laughs> grab a pen, play along uh, with me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some dates and I'm going to tell you the date that, uh, of a franchise and I'm going to give you release dates of the TV series and the film and in some cases, a book. And what you have to do is you have to take all those dates in your head and you have to tell me what the franchise is. Um, Love it. This, this, was the, this was such a good round in your, uh, round. In your quiz. So, <clears throat> the first one, the first book, 1981, the first film, 1986, and TV series, 2013. Don't tell me the answers. I'm going to go straight on to the next one. Okay. You got any ideas? No. No, not at all. Not at all. No. Oh, I've got an idea. I've got an idea. Okay. Number two? Once Pat's... Done. Once yeah, Pat's done finished done. Googling. <laughs> 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 oh, I've got a book. I've used a book that Codes bought us at the last live show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, number two. TV, TV show, 2018. Film, 2013. Mm. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, film, 1996, TV show, 2015. Ooh, I'm not getting any of these, you know. You should get this one, Joe. Okay. Film, 2014, TV show, 2019. Uh, okay, TV 2019. I think I've got that. I think. Number five, TV oh. show 2008, film 2011. Oh, God. These are all very hard. I haven't got, yeah. I haven't got, I haven't got one yet. And I was really good at this round. You was good at this round. Quiz. Um, and the last one, I'm going to give you a quick clue. The TV animated series in 1994 and the film in 2008. Now, I don't know if that might help you or not. But, uh... 2008. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Uh, well, mate, well, I've got to tell you, I'm struggling with every single one of them. Well, let's go to number one. So number one was 1986 was the first film. 1981 was the book. 2013 was the TV series. Any thoughts? Oh, do you know what? Do you know what I thought it was? I think I've got it the wrong way around. I think I, I wrote film and TV down the wrong way around, so it probably isn't what I thought it was. What did you think it was? Goosebumps. No. Mm, that's a good... That is a very good guess, though. With the I know for thing. a fact. I know for a fact. Pat was a massive fan of this TV series. 
I was a big fan of this TV series. And it came out yeah. in 86? No, 2013 was a TV series. Oh! The film, film came out in... The first film came out in 1986. Now, I debated with what the first film was, but I went with 1986 because... Um, Technically, it was the first film to star this character. Oh. Hmm. Um, and this character was originally in the book? Mm-hmm. God damn it. I'm struggling. Put us out of our misery, Thomas. Put you out of misery. In 1981, Red Dragon, the book, was released. Oh. In 1986... Oh. Manhunter, the film was released. See, that's why I was thinking, was it starting slams? I was like, no, it would be this. And no, 2013, no. the TV series Hannibal was first released. Which was a great series. You, which you enjoyed. I really did enjoy did that tell? series. Damn. All right. Uh, number two. Now this... over there. I've got the Hannibal trilogy on my shelf over there. The book. <sighs> so if I'd have just stared that way around the room for inspiration, instead <laughs> of that way. <laughs> <laughs> I love you to pan around to show just an empty wall that you're staring at. <laughs> 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 and everything over there. Right, this one, I'm going to give you a clue in number two. Um, I'm a fan of this, but I'm not sure if I'm a fan of it. Wait. It relates to something I've said in a previous podcast. Okay. You're a fan of it, but you're not sure if you're a fan of it. So, and what was it the TV show... 2018, film 2013. Um, a bit for, later for on, a, a bit later on we've got 2014 and 2019, so I'm just going to repeat that guess. Okay, go on. What we do in the shadows? No. Very good I'd, guess, though. But i tell you what, Pat, I'd keep that guess for... Quote number four. 14 and 19, my original. Okay. <laughs> Very uh, well done, Pat. Uh, Purge. Ah, ah yes. Um, I, I, cut, I cut out a lot of that conversation, listeners. Uh, go on. Number three, film, 1996, TV show, 2015. This, this really threw me, because I'm trying to think of what films in 96. It was a massive film in 96. Was a massive... But massive. I think it got released in December 1996, but it was massive. First of four movies. It wasn't Men in Black, was it? No. No. And that had an you anime. Knew you knew Men in Black was 1997. You knew that. Yeah, and I knew it was the it's... summer as well. Yeah. yeah. Late 96. Late 96, it was massive. Like a proper... Uh, there was a spoof movie based on it as well. Scream? Scream. Ah. ah. Um, number four, film, 2014, TV show, 2019. Oh, I'd like to pledge a guess for this one. What we do in Go the shadows. It is what we do in the shadows. Lovely. Very good. Did you get that from the clue of me saying Joe should get it? Uh, no, 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 no. I don't even remember you saying that. Oh. Uh, this one, TV show, 2008, film, 2011. 2008 was like 12 years ago. It's quite hard to remember. I know. But this was massive <clears throat> in Britain. Massive, massive TV show. What was... The TV show was 2008, was it? Yeah. 
So that's how, that tells you it was the TV show was that big that it spawned a, a movie. Oh, in between us. In between us. Brilliant. Yeah. Now this one, I didn't know if I threw you off by saying animated series, but let's see how you do. Animated series, TV animated series, nineteen ninety four, um, film two thousand and eight. Um. Oh, I thought I had it there. Um, it's the first of many, Spongebob? many movies. No, the first of many, many movies in 2008. The first appearance Iron of this Man? character. Iron Man? Iron uh, Man. Wow. You've got to include the comic book, surely? No. It's a book. Yeah, but... I did that for Hannibal Lecter because I thought... It's a figure, isn't it? It's because um, I thought there was controversy with Manhunter or Science of the Lambs. I, well, I, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I, I, man, just, I just thought if we were including books, we might have got the first comic book. Uh... Oh, okay. No, that's good. Yeah, but I didn't give you the first comic book for Spider-Man or Batman in the last round that was seen off off podcast. Also true. Yeah. Mm. So that's uh, the end of uh, another. Hey, Tom. What a brilliant game. <laughs> Yet another. Yet another brilliant game. Tom, you've done it again. <laughs> right, guys, shall we, should we just move on to another game? Should we just play Kieran's reverse music game? Oh, yes, yeah. Yes, so, flip reverse it. Flip reverse it. Uh, well done to everyone last week who got uh, Night Bus. I was going to say Blazing Squad there. Well done to everyone last week who got Blazing Squad. Um, <laughs> well done to Blazing Squad. In general. Well done to Blazing Squad. Tom, you've got career. an anecdote about them. Maybe one day you can tell it on the podcast. Mm, um, yeah. Not for now, though. We're playing a game. Oh, uh, wow. Right. So, uh, for listeners didn't hear this last week, um, Kieran of Codes in the Clouds fame, currently busy promoting Codes in the Clouds' new uh, album of, or I don't think it's an album. It's just a bunch of, I should know. I'm in the band. Uh, yeah, that's remixes. Why... Loads of remixes are coming out. Keep an eye on the Codes in the Clouds Facebook and Twitter and Insta and all that malarkey. And here's some lovely remixes. Uh, Gavin from Worried About Satan did one today, which was nice. Um, uh, right, so he's reversed the music, and your goal is to tell me the film and the scene and what the piece of music is called. You ready, guys? Okay. All right. Right, piece one. that piece is if you know what it is uh it's really easy because it sounds pretty much the same going forwards as it does going backwards well obviously if you know what it is it's easy yeah <laughs> quite true of any quiz question ever in the world that's mm. got one of the most mm. redundant points i'd cut that yeah, but... <laughs> no Say, I think you should leave it in. So leave it in, and especially leave this bit in. I'm leaving <laughs> it all in. Stupid thing he just said. <laughs> uh, I think it's gold. I think it's absolutely gold. Um, again, I've, I'm useless with the track names. I'm not 100 convinced, 100 percent convinced of this because I think what I'm thinking of sounds sadder. But is it after Dumbledore dies and they all stick their wands up in the air? 
I, no, I went I went for a death scene, but I couldn't. I, I it, it came between either Cedric or Sirius, and I said Sirius is deaf. I thought it was Cedric when he appears back with the body, but then I think no, actually it's Sirius because Sirius they, they mute, don't they? Like Sarah. So mm. I went with Sirius is deaf, and the track was simply Sirius is deaf. Both good guesses, uh, but wrong. No, Pat, you were right in that. Uh, that music is sadder. This is. Um, well the Patronus charm. This is Patronus charm, mate. No. What's yes. the, can I say something? Go. Oh, it's, it doesn't work. No, it's ran around. I said, is that when he cast a Patronus? <laughs> and, right, okay, so that's a point to slither in, Patrick? Yeah. Uh, and uh, I'll have to check what house Michael's corner's in because he said the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, next one. audio clue in that one guys yeah surely this is the time turner yeah i was gonna say same in number three so i'm uh, gonna say it's just called the time turner uh if he's taken that title i'm gonna say it's called um three spins should do it <laughs> uh no it's called time turner all right okay. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh so well done thomas there so that's what that's three points for you and two for pat well done. Well done, everyone. Uh, all right, and your last one for the day, guys. Ah, that's a, that's a jolly piece. It sounds similar to the the um uh the Great Hall one. So I imagine it's something in the Great Hall but a bigger, bigger event. So I was going to, I put the Yule Ball. Okay. I've, I think it sounds similar. It's been a while since I've seen it, but similar to when they go to the Quidditch World Cup and they're walking around the tents, like the big Glastonbury shop, basically. Because you've got those like <laughs> sounds that are going on. And I think that might be people on brooms flying overhead. Okay. And it's, uh, and it's called the Quidditch World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> okay well tom uh you were right in that it was a bigger event because it was the quidditch world cup right. uh, <laughs> so pat right. steals it at right the last film. and he wins it five to three what was uh, cool? it was it was called quidditch world cup oh, quidditch world. oh brilliant uh so very well done and one last one for the listeners I think Tom might recognise that one. Yeah, um, I was just thinking uh, that sounds a little... Um, it um, sounds a little... Um, a little so, like, listeners, send in your guesses. AATTAPod.gmail.com uh, at AATTAPod. And, um, hey, don't worry about it, because I don't think I got any right last week's, apart from the first one, which was the opening music to Harry Potter movies. Yeah. So I was happy I got one right in this one. 
Yeah. Uh, hey, guys, you've both done very well, and I have a lot of respect for the both of you. Mm. Okay, that's nice. Thanks, man. It is your nice. Looking, it? Your, your face is looking better now. Your beard is good. Your beard is good. <laughs> got a good beard, Joe. Thank you, mate. Yeah, I, it does look better than it did, doesn't Much it? Much look better, yeah. I, I shouldn't show as much skin <laughs> as I have been showing. <laughs> I'm not going to sl- shame you. <laughs> <laughs> have, you been using, have you been uh, using any product in your hair during lockdown? None. Can, I can tell. Oh, shampoo. Yeah, shampoo. I mean, it looks um, more natural. Well, yeah, well, it is. It's very yeah. long. I mean, I'm looking. My friend, uh, my friend Jack, uh, uh, for tour manager of Codes in the Clouds in 2011. Jack, I've mentioned him on the podcast before. He's gonna. He's making the most of uh, men not being able to get their hair cut uh, by once this is over, throwing uh, a 2000s party. So because we, we're, we've all got. Our haircuts, well, not Pat, but we've all got our haircuts from the early 2000s. Yes. We either look like indie boys or emo kids. Indie boys, isn't it? That was the name of an album, wasn't it? Was it? I don't know. Sounds like something, um, what's the Scottish band that did Same Jeans? The View. Yeah, it sounds like an album they would have. Indie (laughs) boys. Imagine leaving the band after a Whoopi Goldberg chat show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is. uh, I like that you chose them. Like, why specific? Like, they were one of like three hundred bands that had that one song. Because I, that's who I thought of when I made the joke, and. Hey, look, yeah. I, look, as I've, as I've said before. Sure, it would have been great if I could have gone like that and I've got the kooks there. But it's Gosh. not authentic. It's not who I was thinking of. No, sure. I fe- no, you know? In fact, I think, because of your comedy chops, mate, I think it's funnier that you went for The View. Because The View only had like, one song. Or well, maybe they had another one. They you had could, a, I mean, they you could have gone more, more obscure, but I don't think it would have been as funny. Mm. No. Um, you know, that's the life we lead when we go for it. <laughs> So life of comedian leaves, right? Ah, oh, so it's hard love. Anyway, yeah. should, we have a, should we have a quiz? Should we end this thing? Oh, what Let's with a end game? It. Let's end it with a quiz Let's that really is meaningless until the snitch. Let's do one of them. Seriously, look uh, at this. I tell you what. Do you not see this? Look at this shirt. Do you not see that? This is cleavage. It's <laughs> <laughs> the... a bit cleavagey. But I respect it, Pat. This is this is Tom's dad's four hundred pages of tits right here. <laughs> four hundred pages of tits. He sends to his son to look over and see what he thinks. God. Guys, let's let's do this flipping quiz. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. So, Pat, you won last week, so you're on your second week of Star Wars. Tom, uh, you chose your subject off air. What did mm-hmm. you choose? I chose The Office UK. And here's a little quiz for you, Joe Power. I showed my daughter a scene from The Office this week. Which one was it? You showed your daughter a scene from The Office this week. What now? The intention of the scene... She's called Elsa. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you remember. I don't know if you remember. But... (laughs) 
yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, did, was the intention to make her laugh? Yeah, yeah, which she did. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say, I don't think it's the dance. You're correct, it's, it's not the I dance. Think I think it's too obvious. I think you might have shown Stapler in the jelly. Didn't show a Stapler in the jelly, no. Um, I'll be honest, there's very little dialogue in the scene. Mm. Um. Oh, I can't, I don't... I got a question. Did she laugh? Yeah. I'll give you the first line of the scene. Is it, um, is it when he's on the comic relief? When he's on the bird and he's pecking no. around on the floor? Oh, okay. <laughs> Morning, Gareth. Yeah, she loved it because she's really into the Muppets at the minute. So I was uh, like, oh, watch this. <laughs> um, also, Joe, it's... which Beatles song has my daughter been singing quite a lot of? Um, I, I am the Eggman? No, not far off. Um, oh, one. I wanted to go back to that, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Cuckoo Chew. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know what. I'd like to be oh, under the sea. Octopus's garden. Octopus's garden in the shade. That's a beautiful. Yeah, the kids. The kids love the Ringo ones, and then mm. they grow out almost, of them. Yeah, um, almost like actually, he was writing them for kids. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I wanted to go back because I remember because listeners will remember I was having a go at you for calling um, for calling it I am the Eggman when the song is I am the Walrus, uh, <laughs> but and I remembered my niece um, used to call it. You just used to call the song "Stupid Bloody Tuesday," which is she just picked another random lyric, and I think that's probably the best lyric in the song. "Stupid Bloody Tuesdays." What I have to say, what what I like is. Um, when Beatles are insulted in group chats, Joe just you you do a good. good I can tell you're fuming, but the way you brush it off is just like, yeah, well, they're uh, they're you know they're the reason that popular music exists. So in the state, it is so you know. Well, I think my argument's a bit more nuanced than that. But uh... yeah, what was it you did earlier? You just sent a GIF of Paul McCartney playing a tiny harmonica or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's your new one. Look, but this this is that's because this is an ongoing argument. And it's not even an argument because it's just designed to wind me up about who's better out of Michael Jackson and um the Beatles. And I've I've made my position very clear. Yeah. True. You're gonna make a joke just quickly because I've brought up Michael Jackson. Yeah, the Woody Allen fan has made has made his yeah. point. <laughs> it's better out of Michael Jackson or the Beatles. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> Actually, I'm not going to be that. Right, let's go on to the quiz. Right, can I've also you, decided can you to... Separate, um, can you separate Michael Jackson's uh, acts to his work, Joe? Uh, no, I find that very... Uh, okay, where's the punchline, though? <laughs> Before I answer. No, I'm just saying you can with... All right, anyway, anyway let's, move, let's move on. Um, right, so it's Star Wars versus The Office, a.k.a. the quiz of my dreams. Um, so... If Tom could have some semblance of professionalism and not make loads of noise while I'm teeing up a quiz. Sorry. I'll try to close the door. How many doors are you trying to close? 
Just the one. <laughs> it has 17 locks on it. <laughs> right. Right, it's not happening. Go on. Let's do the quiz. I've also decided that if it's a draw in the main body of the quiz, I'm going to let you both keep the subjects for next week. Oh, only if it's yeah. a draw. Um, so if you both get five out of five, which I hope you do, uh, then I can keep on the subjects of The Office and Star Wars because this is beautiful. Well, Pat, I'll start with you as you won last week. Yeah. Um, and Tom's just not in his seat. And, and uh, I was, yeah, I mean, I was trying to hide that from the listeners, but Tom's just gone know. somewhere and we don't know where. I'm putting this video out. <laughs> so, Pat, yes. who uttered the immortal line, It's so good to see you! Lando Calrissian. He did. That's one for Pat. Uh, where do we meet the Ewoks? On the, uh, the forest moon of Endor. That is correct. I didn't. I initially wrote planet, but because it's a moon, that would have been unfair. Um, you'll never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy than where? Moss Isley Spaceport. Spot on, Patrick. Uh, yoga, yeah, yoga. Yoda's swampy home planet is called Dagobah. Dagobah, and for the perfect run. Name Luke's old friend from Tatooine who assisted in the first Death Star attack. Biggs. Biggs, that's correct. Uh, you don't get a bonus point, but do you know his surname? Um, does it begin with a W? No. I, I don't know it. It's not going to come. It, Biggs Darklighter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bit of fun. Wow. Uh, so, what, what a contradiction. His surname, his surname is, is at odds with itself. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Thomas, Tull, you're back in your seat. Um, yes. What you missed, well, I was trying to be slick, but then we brought attention to the fact that you just walked away. Uh, if, if you draw, so if you get five out of five from this, one of you will win the quiz from the snitch, but you'll both keep the subject for next week. So you're playing to keep the office as your subject for next week. Um, okay. Uh, in the office, Ricky Gervais obviously plays David Brent, but who does Stephen Merchant play? He plays Oggy. Oggy, a.k.a. Nathan, the... that's his first name. Nathan. Question two was Nathan. Uh, <laughs> question two, what was the Og monster's real name? Um, Nathan, what does it, What name. does it say on Gareth's stapler? Um, Garrett. Very good. Uh, and which word does Gareth misspell on a sign when he's trying to find out who circulated rude images? Investigation. Investigation. And yeah. last one, which song does David Brent release as a single after season two and before the Christmas special? If you don't know me by now. That is two five out of fives. That means the subjects <laughs> next week will be Star Wars versus The Office, and I am delighted. But we come to the snitch, and this is another snitch, guys. I found my inspiration on the mat in the morning whilst doing my stretches, doing my little yogic stretches. Yeah. How is the yoga going, by the way? I'm really, really enjoying it, mate. Who, sometimes who, 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 sometimes twice a day. You? Is it, is it the move to Greenwich that you thought, I'm going to start doing some yoga? What, Do you know what, what? what? I just thought, I'm living in Greenwich. I've got chickens in my garden. I'm going to go full middle class and just do some bloody yoga. 
<laughs> no, I've been doing it for a little while. Uh, it was I wanted to do it. How easy, uh, how easy do you find it? Because I, it's something that everyone keeps telling me, especially like with my back. Everyone keeps oh. telling me, oh, you should do yoga. You should do yoga later. Get some stretches. Get some stretching. But I've got a point. peeve. Tom, peeve have you gone? In. I've got a peeve just in. Oh. Just sent in. Fresh peeve. I have a peeve. Jojo has ignored a message I sent him on Monday. What a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't even opened it. Right. Oh dear. Oh uh, it's Wednesday. Yeah, sorry. Right, I've just right. Yeah, it's true. And I've I've now just been shown the message that you've ignored. No, I've replied oh. to it. Check the phone. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I've replied to that message. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So anyway, uh Pat, to answer your yoga question, uh <laughs> It gets easier every day. And okay. you do different things every day. I'm doing... No, we can talk about this off, off air. I'll, uh, I'll talk you through it. Let's go to the stitch. So anyway, so I found my inspiration. Uh, and the snitch is thus. Go on. <laughs> um, the age of entry into the Triwizard Tournament is 17. But how long to the nearest minute is the running time of the 2009 Zac Efron film, 17 Again. <laughs> wow, that's quite a tenuous link to the world of Harry Potter. No, 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 did you not hear the beginning bit? It's because yeah, yeah, the yeah. eight... Yeah, 17. Yeah. 17. So on the okay. subject of Harry Potter-related 17s, how long is the Zac Efron movie, 17 Again? Yes, where Chandler turns 17, and when he was 17, Chandler was Zac Efron. Well, actually, I've That's true. That Have you ever seen it? I loved that film. Love that film. Yeah, really good. So how many minutes, I'm pro, yeah? I'm pro Efron. I don't mind putting it out there. I'm pro Efron. Oh, I'm pro Efron. All right. Okay. Tom's got an answer. He's written it down. Pat, do you want to say your guess? Yeah, if Tom's written his. I'm going to say 111. Gone for 102. Tom. 102 minutes. And I can tell you that the film's running time is 100. Yeah. And 5 minutes. Tom oh. takes it. <laughs> Very This that was the best quiz we've ever done. <laughs> five, and quite frankly it had three. nothing to do with Harry Potter. Oh. oh my god, yeah, because some people that don't listen that I know say to me, oh, you're still doing uh, Harry Potter? And I'm like, yeah, we don't really talk about Harry Potter that much anymore. We still do a quiz at the end on Harry Potter. We haven't done that for weeks. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, listeners who are fans of Harry Potter, we will bring it back to Potter at some point. You know, We we'll just don't know when. At the moment, we're talking about the lockdown and yoga. <laughs> and potatoes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We didn't mention potatoes in this episode. No, we didn't. How, no. How's everyone's potatoes been? Um, Good. Yeah. I, had, I, I, live with a, I live with a Frenchman. My housemate is French. He uh, cooked us some sautéed potatoes the other day. It was very nice. Hmm. Salty potatoes. Salty, salty potatoes. 
But chips. Yeah, it might be some chips. <laughs> I was going to say, your pronunciation's a bit, a bit off there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like you're saying sauté. 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 Thank you so much for listening, uh, train weirdos, home weirdos, uh, lockdown losers. Um, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Pod, or you can on email, Pod at gmail.com. All we'll back on Thursday. We've also got our uh, hashtag 100 Ugh. Films Challenge coming out on yeah. Monday. So listen out for that. We'll be recording that over the weekend. Um, let us know how you're getting on with your hashtag 100 Films Challenge. Uh, all that remains to be said is my name is Tom Toll. My name is Patrick Holland. I'm Joe Power. This has been After All This Time. Always. Bye, guys. Good stuff. Nice. Cool. So, well done. Right. where are you going for dinner, Joe? Sainsbury's. Where are you going? Della. <laughs> <laughs>